I think people sometimes get hung up on the pursuit of perfection. And ironically, the guys that win a lot aren't perfect. Season 5 of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's podcast, where we cover the roping industry from top to bottom. This is where the team roping world talks. We talk through tough subjects, we talk big wins, and we talk real issues affecting the community. I'm your host and editor of the Team Roping Journal, Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. I'm your host, Jenna Link. On this week's episode, I have an audio clip with Trevor Brazil and Miles Baker for Relentless Insights, brought to you by Cactus Ropes. In this audio, Brazil and Baker talk about how in team roping, perfection can hold you back, and growing through imperfection is what makes you a better winner. They also talk about mental preparation, the things we can and cannot control, and how to be more consistent. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Here's Trevor Brazil and Miles Baker. I'm Trevor Brazil with Miles Baker for Relentless Insights, brought to you by Cactus Ropes. Today is going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk more about the mental side of this game, preparation, the things we can and can't control, and how we can be more consistent, and how perfection can even be a hindrance sometimes. I think people sometimes get hung up on the pursuit of perfection. And ironically, the guys that win a lot aren't perfect you know they have a lot of holes it's to me roping rodeo so many of these events are it's not if something goes wrong something's gonna go wrong there's adversity in every run and it's just like does that shut you down or how the winners somehow just keep rolling through that and I think sometimes that striving for perfection in every run can be a hindrance because it, sh- it shuts your progress down. Like when all of a sudden when something happens, you're like, dang, we'll try it again next time. Where those those guys that are winning are just keep rolling through, just keep moving forward and don't let those little intangibles get them down and know that. I think that's the biggest thing. Like when I was going from an amateur level to a professional level, I thought that it had to be redlined at all times. Like there was no, if, if you ever did that, there was no winning. And the reality is, through my rodeo career, like looking back, I only had those perfect scenarios very, very seldom. But it was all the little hustle things. It was all the getting through a mistake that kind of felt like I wasn't as proud of the run as I thought I would be at the time. But over time, getting over those little hurdles and never quitting hustling and because you had a leg at a jackpot and placing with that leg you know those those experiences made me a better winner than just trying to be perfect and those perfect runs did the hardest thing about rodeo and roping is the fact that when you do mess up you have i mean it may be at the first of roping it may be in mid mid roping or mid season it doesn't matter 
but you have to get through that. And I think the easiest way to get through it is to separate the things that you can control from the things that you can't. And it sounds really simple, but confidence is, is so hard to keep. And you have to make sure that you don't say you've drawn bad multiple times in a row. Then all of a sudden, the first time it happened, you knew you couldn't control it, and so you were pretty good, but then it happens again. And so you just can't let, you. it's good to have a concrete list, because just, just when you go back to the trailer, you're just like, these are things I can control, control, these are the things I can't control, and I'm not gonna let this list, you know, back me up or deter me from my goal, because I don't care who you are, there's certain things that you're not gonna be able to control, like, the draw, like a bad call. Um, and no matter what kind of preparation you put into your horses, say scoring, I mean, they're, they're gonna have, they're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna make mistakes, but when your horse makes a mistake, like scoring for instance, when I give my chance, horse a chance to make a mistake, like I call it a release valve, if it's stepping right or left, I try to make it forward so that I can still, in those pressure situations, uh, I ride great horses, but if they bobble, is it a bobble that I can deal with? The horses that score bad when they suck back, those really, it's really hard to get through. So I try to, I try to prepare even in my practices, you know, if my horse makes a mistake, it's one of those things that we can keep rolling through. Something we've talked about and it was something he's helped me with a lot recently is he's always told me he rode worse at home than he would away and just like the scoring if his horse scores bad he wants him to score bad forward so he can throttle him across the line it's not right or left or back if, if they make a mistake it's forward and if he reaches a long ways in the practice pen I'll see him lean and expose himself and reach and make his horse stay with him and almost I've seen him ride worse at home than he does elsewhere uh, for money. And it's just because if he goes and rides good for at a competition, his horses are gonna be that much better. Or if something goes wrong, like we're talking about, if a steer, you know, steps to the right and his horse, you know, if he has to lean over there, his horse doesn't get him in. Um, that's preparing for things that you can't control. and. Um, being ready to face adversity and having your horse ready to help you in that situation because especially rodeoing uh, if you're going rodeoing all summer on limited practice your horse has to be prepared to let you win even when they're mentally not their best I tell you know young students it doesn't cost anything to pay attention I mean it's 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 the little things that if you're putting in the work uh, if you have a great work ethic, make sure you follow on a good plan. Uh, hard work is amazing, but you gotta have clear goals. You gotta have, uh, make sure you're working towards good habits, not bad habits. Because I've seen some guys with great work ethics that didn't seek the right instruction, and all of a sudden, they worked their tails off down a rabbit hole that had, that had no end, end game other than having to fix work just as hard to fix that. So uh, as long as you do have a good work ethic, you can make this successful as long as you're 
going under the right instruction, I think, is, is primary. And there's little things. I find it more in the, in the tie-down than I do the team roping that, like, there's certain things like stringing, getting a hooey. Like, there's little things that are just lack of attention or losing focus. And I guess bringing that to team roping, those jackpots are so long. And I think one thing, you, you have to stay focused. You can't just get caught up in this is just another steer, this is just another steer, because I don't care if you have four down in the first round, you don't know if your three headers, three healers are gonna miss whatever event you're doing. So like, that's why I, I stress to my students, it's, it's so important. Your catch percentage is directly affects your win percentage. And that includes getting out of the barrier. So it comes down to getting out of the barrier, catching your steers, giving your healers the best chance if you're a header. If you're healing, it's doing your job every time. If the steer doesn't clean up, being disciplined enough to go through there and make sure you take the right kind of shot. Because if you're taking the right kind of shot as a healer over and over, you start to recognize it faster and faster. It's the opposite. You don't just go to throwing faster. You keep taking great shots and all of a sudden you start seeing great shots earlier. I've, I've thought of it and it's like not a dig at any style, but as a kid, I grew up watching him and you know, guys like him, uh, Chad Masters, Charlie Crawford. Uh, I never had a style where I could throw my whole head rope. And so I looked up to guys like him that consistently got out, consistently turned the cow. Um, they might not win first all the time, but they're gonna win on the better end of the herd. They'll win first, second, or third. On the middle of the herd, he might win fourth or fifth, or turn a bad steer into a little check. But just being consistent to the point where you're just constantly making money, as opposed to, man, if, if I draw a good steer, I can win first, but if not, I take myself out of it. And that goes back to having your horses prepared, I think. Uh, just having your scoring percentage, being able to hit the barrier every time, catch every steer, turn every steer, just making a habit of, I'm gonna catch the cow as fast as I can catch the cow. And if it ain't good enough for money, build on that run and go to the next one, you might draw a little better, but you, you can keep winning and capitalizing on good runs, as opposed to, like you said, the confidence is a big deal if you're, you know, throwing your whole head rope every time and turning one out of five or six, it's gonna be hard to, keep your confidence to win long term.